The Saints are trying to solve their quarterback problem once again. And to do so, they're going to have to go back into their bag of tricks. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again. Hope everybody's having a great start to their Wednesday. Derek Carr, the New Orleans Saints, and the cap is fake. All the focus of today's show here is there's a visit about to go down or potentially is going down as we speak here between the between the New Orleans Saints and Derek Carr. But before we dive headfirst into all of that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. And at Bet Online, you are always going to find the latest odds, team matchups, info player news and game trends they've also got live betting options free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit just make sure to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts and finally after what seemed like forever We are getting some movement on the Derek Carr Las Vegas Raiders front. We sit here recording this show on February 8th. The news of this visit with the New Orleans Saints broke late in the day yesterday on the 7th. The deadline for all of this is the 15th. We were getting closer and closer to that deadline in which the Raiders had to make a decision of whether or not to guarantee $40 million for Derek Carr or not. And... Carr and his team weren't allowed permission to go seek a trade for the longest time. And did that feel odd to everybody that all of the pressure is on the Raiders here to get this done and to expedite this process and didn't feel like they were really interested in expediting the process. Then we finally got some movement of they are going to let Derek Carr and his team uh, talk to other teams, but only when compensation is agreed to between the two teams. And then he'll be able to talk and visit and go through all those things. Well, we finally got that movement because it is in the best interest of this of the Raiders to get this done sooner rather than later. And if they are going to trade and get some sort of asset, some sort of value back for Derek Carr, they've only got seven more days to do so. They have a week from today to figure it out. But we finally got that movement seemingly out of nowhere. Ian Rappaport in the middle of the day yesterday on Wednesday or on Tuesday reported that Derek Carr got permission to go visit the New Orleans Saints today. And that visit is maybe potentially taking place as we speak, is going to take place. But today is the day circled on the calendar for Derek Carr to meet the New Orleans Saints. And there's the Dennis Allen connection there that obviously people are going to point out as to a reason why Derek Carr might be very interested in the New Orleans Saints. And I think the important thing to note here is this means, or at least if you connect the thoughts on what the the preconditions were for Derek Carr and his agent and his side to talk to other teams, it feels as if that the Raiders and Saints have agreed on what compensation will look like. Now, there are two other parts of this that before we get into the Saints side of this that would need to occur. One, Derek Carr would have to agree to waive his no trade clause in order to go to the New Orleans Saints. And more than likely, there would need to be a contract restructure anywhere that he goes, potentially adding more years onto the deal, adding void years onto the deal, doing all of the cap magic that we know teams are going to do. But if teams are trading for Derek Carr uh, for a three-year contract, they may want to add two more years on that and have him play under a five-year contract and then add some void years on the end of that as well. So there's a lot of contractual work that probably needs to be done here in order for this to be done. Now, many of you might have been sitting there hearing this news and thinking about this, and they had a similar thought to me when I first heard this news. How on earth are the New Orleans Saints going to pull off adding $32.9 million to their cap for 2023? And that might be before you went down the rabbit hole that I went down, because everybody knows the way that the, the Saints choose to operate. They the cap, the cap is fake. 
They restructure contracts all the time. They're always over the cap for the following year uh, before the new league year begins. And then magically, they do a bunch of restructures. They do a ton of contract maneuvering. And funny enough, the New Orleans Saints find their way uh, under the cap and have the ability to operate in the new league year. But it's not a terrible thought if that was the first thing you thought when you saw this news of, man, how are the, the Saints going to figure this out? I will tell you what the mathematics of this is right now. As we sit here today, on February 8th, according to OverTheCap.com, the Saints sit over $60 million above the cap, meaning before the new league year, the Saints have to trade, cut, restructure, do whatever fancy things that they can do via the salary cap, which is just an accounting measure. It's not an actual cash measure. But from accounting perspective, they need to figure out a way to remove $60 million from their cap space just to operate in the new league year. That's not adding any players. That's not adding a draft class. That's not trading for Derek Carr. That's none of it. You add Derek Carr, the $32.9 million, because he's owed $40 million in cash. That's what's guaranteed this offseason. But $32.9, I think, is the cap number that he allocates for. I think it's like $33 million for 2023. That brings that total over $90 million. Now, it's normally Houston we have a problem. New Orleans, we have a problem. We have a salary cap problem. Now, the Saints, they're the kings of this. They are the kings of maneuvering the cap. They are the champions of the cap is fake community. Because of the things that they do, it's why people believe that the cap is fake. But the bill comes due at some point for the New Orleans Saints. The credit card bill comes into the mail, and there is no more deference. There is no more pushing this down the road, kicking this can down the road and paying the bill at a later date, which appears to be the philosophy of Mickey Loomis right now that he wants to try to keep this window intact as much as possible, and this is the way that he's going to do it. The future Saints GM be damned. But 2023 might be the year that the bill comes due, and it might not just mean in terms of dollars and cents. It might be in terms of the product on the field for the New Orleans Saints. Can the Saints afford to get Derek Carr in the building? The answer to that question is yes. They would have to go back into that bag of tricks that we've seen them do year in and year out. And I actually did this with the TD and Premium Discord members last night as part of our film study. We were hanging out, waiting on some things to to get finalized. And I said, okay, let's evaluate this because the news had just broke. And so we added Derek Carr's contract, the contract that it is currently slated to be. We didn't do any sort of restructures there. And we got that number to $90 million. And so then we worked our way through all of the restructures, all of the cuts, the post-June 1 cuts that they would have to do, the straight-up cuts that they can do, the restructures that they would have to do. And sure... We can do all of those moves, and it requires restructures of all of your favorite players. Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramschek, uh, Jameis Winston, I, I think we cut him post-June 1. Um, Alvin Kamara's contract. Out, I mean, anybody you could think of that's making any sort of actual dollar amount for the New Orleans Saints was either cut post-June 1 or restructured in order to make this bill work, to get this bill to be zero. So they can do it. They can go into that bag of tricks. They can restructure contracts. They can push that money out to further years with void years and pay people on years they're not playing for the New Orleans Saints to count against the cap because they can do the accounting magic, right? They can do that. They can continue to do everything that they that they have done. Now, this year is going to require some players to get cut or traded in order to make the math work. But this is how the Saints operate. And I will use the credit card example here to point this out. Every time the credit card bill comes due, final notice, Pay this by this date or else. Before the bill is due, which is every time they restructure the base salary into bonus money and then kick it out over a number of years, is what they're doing here when they restructure these contracts. And by the way, it takes two to tango. The players have to agree to the restructure as well. It's not just that unilaterally the teams can do this. 
But every time that the bill comes due, the Saints just open a new credit card, they transfer the balance over, and the due date moves out. And so this offseason, when they restructure all these contracts, they'll kick out the due date. The new card, they'll balance transfer, and boom. They've got three or four more years before the bill comes due, and they can continue to do this year in and year out. So the way that this is work, the way that this will work is they will restructure everybody that they can. They'll get Carr in the building. Carr can restructure his contract, and maybe they'll add a couple more years and more dollars and a different bonus and stretch that out over some length of time, and they'll act like everything is okay. But this is where it is not okay, and this is where I think ultimately this relationship might fall apart and why the Derek Carr Saints thing might not be a formality at this point. This is the first team he's he's even hinted or flirted with at this point. He's visiting with the New Orleans Saints. It's the closest thing we've gotten to a move yet at this point. But if you're Derek Carr, you were just in Las Vegas for years. And for a lot of that, they didn't really support you all that all that well with the team around you, right? There were complaints about the offensive line, complaints about the defense, and this year may be a little bit different with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs. And you, you may take this year out of the equation, but in other years, they didn't really afford Derek Carr the the supporting cast. And I'm the biggest Derek Carr fan there, fan there is. Everybody knows me sitting here, I want Derek Carr in the New York Jets, and I think he would make that team a playoff team. But because of the infrastructure around him, Derek Carr needs a good infrastructure. If you do this, if you restructure all of those contracts to keep the core in place, you bring in Derek Carr, you restructure his contract, how much realistic cap room can you create? I don't know the answer to that, but how much realistic cap room can you create to be able to add players to this core, to be able to pay a full draft class? You now have a first-round draft pick because you traded Sean Payton and be able to build a core around Derek Carr because that's the thing. This isn't like training for Aaron Rodgers. Boom, we're ready to hit the ground running. We've got a Super Bowl winning quarterback in our building. We've got an MVP, a back-to-back MVP winner. Boom, here we go. You need to be able to support that player. And so, yes, you can make the math work. You can make the math become a net zero, and potentially you could create some wiggle room. But what kind of meaningful impacts can you make? Does everybody sitting here right now listening to this podcast think the New Orleans Saints are just Derek Carr away? from making a run, because it's not just good enough for the New Orleans Saints to win a division that's going to be pretty open next season, let's be fair, right? I think any quarterback that they play next season that's an upgrade from Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton, they could probably win the division. You need to build a team that can make a run in the playoffs to make make everything you're doing, make all of the pain, because the pain doesn't go away. You are not going to be able to ignore the pain. Whether Mickey Loomis pays the pain or the next general manager makes the pain, there are going to be some pretty lean years for the New Orleans Saints. And so that's that's the thing that really kind of gets me about this. Is Does this make sense from Derek Carr's perspective? He wants to go a place, and maybe the Dennis Allen connection is big for him, and maybe that's the thing that draws him to New Orleans. But if you want to talk about a team that's geared up, ready to win, Derek Carr, 30-plus years old, trying to win a Super Bowl, does everybody feel that the New Orleans Saints are going to have that window, that they're going to be able to add to their current roster to put all that together? I certainly don't think so. Because what the, what, what the Saints do by doing this every single year by restructuring contracts and pushing the can down the road and limiting their ability to add players in. Yeah, they keep their star players. Yeah, Ryan Ramchek stays around. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore stays around. Yeah, Alvin Kamara stays around. Andres Pete stays around. Yeah, maybe all those players stay around. Maybe all those players stay in the fold. But what you do by constantly restructuring those players to get yourself under the cap is you start to lose the depth off of the back of the roster. And slowly but surely, you turn into the Los Angeles Rams, the stars and scrubs mentality that they've had. And they do it differently. They don't do the cat magic. They just pay their top players a lot of money, and then they fill out the roster everywhere else. The Saints can't do that. 
And the Saints slowly over time, year in and year out, the further and further into this hole they continue to dig themselves, where this impacts the roster is in the depth, on the margins. Spots 45 to 53 on the 50-man roster. The depth of the corner room, the depth of your offensive line, the depth at wide receiver, the the depth at all of these important positions where throughout the course of the season, yeah, guys get banged up and you have to roll through a bunch of different players. And so, yes, You can continue to kick the can down the road and pretend like the bill never comes due. But the bill always comes due. Drew Brees retired, and they were carrying his cap for seasons after that because of the way they restructured. And it feels like they, they haven't learned. The best thing for the New Orleans Saints would be to actually take the pain now. Take the pain now for a year or two. Clear all of this money. Create that cap space for yourself to be able to rebuild this team from the ground up because everyone who says the cap is fake and the Saints are always able to figure this out. How far have the Saints gone lately? And so you might be able to convince people that the cap is fake because the Saints always can be cap compliant and the Saints can always get to a net zero and the Saints can always feel the team and play 17 games every season. But realistically, how good have the Saints been the last couple of seasons? They've been mediocre. They've been the middle of the road in the NFC. And sure, if you want to continue to kick that can down the road and continue to never really deal with the problem, that's fine. You want to stay in this circle, but you're about to bring Derek Carr into the building. And you're about to try to move this stuff around and try to make it work. And if you can't build a roster out, even though you're bringing on Derek Carr and going to pay him $32.9 million for next season against the cap or however you were able to restructure it, you got to be able to go out there and compete. you got to be able to go out there and win. And so, the, you know, yes, can they do it? They can. The, the math works. We've we, They've shown their ability to do this. But this would just be a continuation of an avoidance of a problem that is ultimately going to come due. And I don't know if they can field a competitive enough team with Derek Carr to be able to make all of this pain worth it. The reason why they did this in the beginning with Drew Brees is because they wanted one more run with Drew and Sean. They wanted one more run with Sean Payton and Drew Brees to try to win a second Super Bowl. That was the goal there. It's a a bold goal. You can understand the merits behind the goal. You have Drew Brees. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, give me one more run with this guy. Now, Drew's gone. You're going to bring in a new quarterback into the fold, and you're just going to try to continue this philosophy, continue this this spending habit, this, this philosophical way that you uh, choose to go about the cap. And it hasn't really gotten you anywhere. It hasn't really gotten to the place that you want to go to. Do you really think that you can get to that place now? when you're about to add more salary and have to continue to do this and probably do it to an extent that we've never seen you do it before, I just don't know. I just don't see how it makes sense. Now, that doesn't mean it won't happen. That doesn't mean that the moment I push the button on this podcast and I send it out to you all that we hear a story that Drew, uh, that Derek Carr has been traded to the New Orleans Saints and they're able to work this out. But I will tell you, just because they do it doesn't mean it was the right decision for both sides. Doesn't mean that it is going to work out well for both sides. You can understand why the Saints want to do this. They want to get a quarterback. I think I can understand it from Derek Carr's perspective. But if Derek's only going to go visit one team, and that's going to be the thing that he makes his decision on, I don't know how how you know lengthy of a process this has been for him. Very rarely do you get an opportunity to pick the next, to pick the place you're going to go to. And so for Derek, I think he would want to see this out. And this might be the first of a couple of visits that we see. And so maybe the Saints try to get it done pretty quickly here now that we know. I mean, we're pretty sure that they've agreed to compensation, the reason why he's visiting in the first place. So we will see. But yes, the the Saints are going to be able to pull this off money-wise, cap-wise. And you're going to see all the people say, oh, the cap is a myth. The cap is fake. You can do all this, really. Yeah, the cap might be fake in terms of an accounting thing. You might be able to make it look like it's zero. But what kind of team are you fielding? How competitive are you going to be? And so this is going to be their biggest task yet because they're $60 above the cap right now. 
Carr brings that total to 90. So the amount of work that's going to need to be done in order to get this to a place where the Saints can field a competitive roster and actually add to this team, it's going to be pretty extensive. So we will see. And the problem is the further you do this, the more restructures that you do, the harder it is to move on from those players because then the money accelerates. Just creates you create you compound the problem. You just you keep digging the hole bigger and bigger and bigger. It makes it harder to get out of. So we've finally got traction here with Derek Carr. He's finally meeting with the team. There there seems to be movement. We've got seven days. This is going to accelerate very very quickly. This process. But I'm sure all of you had the same reaction that I had when the Saints were interested in this. Of like, of course they are. How are they going to pull this off? How are they going to make this work? They are the team right now that is the most over the cap out of anybody in the National Football League. They're about to add to it. If they make this move, how they get out of it, Mickey Loomis is going to have to continue to show that the, the cap is fake. I put in air quotes and then he's able to somehow get it to a net zero. Uh, that is going to do it for us here on the Wednesday edition of the podcast, this deep dive into the Saints and Derek Carr and their meeting that is taking place here at some point today on a Wednesday. Thanks to you for making this show a part of your day, rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along with us here on the journey. Thanks to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Wednesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.